Welcome to the Spartan Life, where we explore what it means to be part of the Southern Lehigh family and attempt to cover all of the sweet, sweet goodness that is Southern Lehigh High School in 30 minutes or less. From first-hand coverage of exciting experiences to intimate discussions with some of your favorite teachers to inspirational interviews with diverse students on unique journeys. That's right, great students accomplishing great feats. We'll do our best to hit all of the highlights. But inevitably, we will fail. Because there's so much to celebrate, we're afraid your brains would simply melt if we tried to cover it all. We are your hosts. I'm Mr. Howe. And I'm Mr. Castagna. Join us as we venture into the heart of Southern Lehigh High School, one interaction at a time on The, the Spartan Life. Life. Mr. Halp, it's coming up on my favorite time of the year. Do you know what time of the year that is? Valentine's Day? No. Uh, St. Patrick's Day? Forget it. Stop guessing. It's Battle of the Bands oh, season, Battle baby. of the Bands, yes! And I am thrilled to be sitting down with the four members of Lads of Chaos. How are you today, lads? We're good. Pretty good. Gnarly. Glad to hear it. I'm doing well. How about you, Mr. Howe? I'm doing, I'm doing just awesome. I'm really excited for this interview. I'm not going to lie. Sweet. Let's dive right in. Uh, gentlemen, if you wouldn't mind, please introduce yourselves by stating your name, your grade level, and the instrument you play in Lads of Chaos. All right. Um, well, I'm Brian Farrell. I'm in 12th grade, so I'm a senior. I play rhythm guitar, mostly the rhythm guitar, and any non-distorted guitar parts. Hi, I'm Elijah Mann. I'm in 11th grade. I play lead guitar, and I do unclean slash guttural vocals. Um, I'm Charlie. Um, I'm in 10th grade, and I play the drums, and I kind of play guitar, but I mainly just play the drums. Uh, my name is Caleb Moscat. I'm in grade 10, and I play the bass, guitar, and um, I do lead and clean vocals. Uh, so tell us about the Lads of Chaos. How did you guys get your start? How did you become a band? Uh, well, me and Caleb were friends in middle school, and we, we really bonded right away. And um, we had a really similar mind. Like, we, would, we were able to read each other's minds very well. And, you know, Caleb, by a, by a joke, it wasn't like all in seriousness, like, hey, we would make a pretty good band. I was like, yeah, and I played the drums when I was a little smaller. I was in probably like third grade, but you know, he also he's like, yeah, I'm learning to play guitar. So we just kind of had it as like an idea, and then it was a real thing until the summer of eighth grade, going into our freshman year, and it was just the two of us for like a year and a half, almost two years until they joined. I want to know about the name. Where did Lads of Chaos come from? Because it's not spelled like normal chaos. If you're no. seeing it on paper, yeah. it's spelled more phonetically. So obviously it's in the title of this episode, but uh, we'll mention it on here. Do you guys want to describe how it's spelled and punctuated, or you want us to do it? Go ahead. You're the experts. Yeah. Um, well, me and Caleb, were. it took us a long time to find out a band name because we weren't trying to copy other band names that were already out there. So we were just really hoping to find a, you know, a band name that stuck out and wasn't already a thing. So band names are tough. Yeah, very. And um, my favorite band is Motley Crue. So I took. Uh, I want to know if you know what yeah. it's called. Go ahead. So I took Crue, and Crue is is also misspelled. It is misspelled C R U E. So, yes. Yep. And that was the a bunch of guys in in a group, and then Motley means crazy and mm -hmm. chaotic. And we have a very, we have a lot of energy, 
and we ba- I basically took that misspelling from crew. I basically did the entire name and vice versa. So I did chaos. I misspelled chaos, like like you would misspell crew. Switched it around, and then I. How do you spell it? K A. Y-O-S. I wish I could have been there at that band meeting. Like the various ways we could misspell chaos. <laughs> Which one looks the it most was, metal? It was so hard yeah. to come up with it. Yeah, we, and just, you know, for fun, because Motley Crue, they use omelets and like Motorhead. That's what I was waiting for. I want to know yeah. if you knew those two dots were called an umlaut. Yeah. Yeah. We used, we used the omelets. So that's, that's how that was um, created, but it, it, took a, it took a while. Yeah, band names are tough. Yeah. I've heard that Motley Crue story, well, the whole Motley Crue story, like a dozen times. Yeah. They have the best behind the music. Uh, I read their autobiography. Uh, I read an oral history of uh, 80s metal bands. I'm watching Pam and Tommy on Hulu. Yeah. So I've heard that origin story of Motley Crue a bunch of times. So it's cool that you were inspired by them. Maybe we'll stick by that. Um, wh- who are some of your other famous musical influences? Like you might, you like Motley Crue. Yeah. You're a drummer. Do you sort of model yourself after a, a Tommy Lee type of drummer? Oh yeah, definitely. Tommy Lee was the drummer that got me back into drumming. And when I saw like the first, the first thing I ever saw was him doing the drum roller coaster, and he was flipping upside down doing a drum solo. I was like, how are you doing that? Did you see that live? No, I didn't see it live. I was okay. I was on. You'd have been young. You'd yeah, have been pretty I was, young. I was I was on YouTube and I was I was just scrolling down and I found out who the name of the drummer for Motley Crue was. I'm like Tommy Lee, so I looked up Tommy Lee on YouTube. And, and wow, you must have found yeah. some interesting stuff. I was I was like <laughs> so confused. Yeah. I it was like I think it's their girls 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 story from '87, and that's when he did like the first upside down trick with that cage. Yes, and he was just he was going 360 he was going right and left and he was he was even doing that that twirl thing that yep, he does yeah where he twirls stick. the sticks yep and then and he was just doing all these amazing fills and just like how are you how are you doing you're such a skinny guy yeah how are you able to He's got that know, wiry power yeah it's, it's and amazing. he just crushes those drum heads yeah like so much force mm-hmm. behind each strike yeah uh what about the rest of you uh who are some of your musical influences well, for me, because um, I'm a guitarist, I love Metallica, so that's basically like who I'm influenced by the most. I mean, Kirk Hammett, James Hetfield, like those are my biggest influences. And then I have a couple like singer influences, like Kurt Cobain, Lane Staley. I don't know about these guys, but I'm a huge fan of grunge. So I mean, that's where I also model my influence, like my influences. It's it's an interesting mix. I don't know that I've talked to a lot of people who like Metallica. And Alice in Chains, you know, grunge and metal. Yeah. Uh, not that they're very different genres, but like a very different attitude. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. It's a cool mix. Yeah. What about you, Caleb? So I, like, the thing that the band that got me, like, really into metal was Metallica. And I remember seeing on YouTube the, the Day on Green live show um, with Cliff Burton. And, like, just seeing him, like, shred on the bass, like, it, really made me want to learn how to play the bass and so I take a lot of inspiration from that what about you Elijah uh, some of my biggest inspirations are Matt Heafy from Trivium Chris Motionless from Motionless and White Alexi Leo from Children of Bodom and Ricky Oslin from Motionless and White are they all guitar players 
only Matt Heafy, Alexi Leho, and Ricky Oslin. And what about the other one? Chris Motionless, he's a singer. Okay, so you're inspired by guitar players and singers. Yeah. How does that work in the band? Who's the lead singer? I am. Okay, and then like, do you do harmonies? Are there backup vocals? Um, Aside from the unclean guttural yeah. vocals? We, we're starting to like trying to figure that out because one of our songs for the, the, the show... You mean the Battle of the Bands? Yeah, oh, we're going to get to that. They're going to give us the full preview. We have to um, harmonize at some parts for the one song. So we have to figure that out very soon before <laughs> the show comes up. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of a challenge, too, because, I mean, not all of us can sing very well. But, you know, it's the Battle of the Bands is kind of far away enough to where we can kind of get decent at singing so it won't sound too much like garbage but you know I, I think that the the best thing in live shows is mostly the music because you know bands can do just jam sessions live just by playing their instruments and sound amazing so um, yeah I think I think singing is really important but you know like Caleb said we're, we're still you know dabbling with it yeah so, so you're learning. Your work's in progress, it sounds. Yes. Yeah. Do, yeah. do any of you guys have formal training that you guys went through as musicians? Um, well, I said earlier when I was talking about when I was, who my inspirations were and, and, you know, back when the band started. My dad was teaching me, you know, some drums because he, he played uh, the bass drum in the marching band when he was a kid. And uh, it was like third grade talent show, and I wanted to I wanted to be in it. So I loved the song "I Have the Tiger" by Survivor. I would just listen to that song all the time. Who doesn't love that song? I know, right? It's yeah. just it's an amazing song. But um, he was like, okay. He pulled out a snare drum from like the '90s, and it still sounded pretty good, but it, it doesn't sound very good today. But um, and he was like, all right. Count the four, and I counted the four, and then he th- and he said, "Count the four with your hands. One, two, three, four. Count the beat. One, two, three, four. Quarter notes, eighth notes, sixteenth notes. So quarter notes. One, two, three, four. Eighth notes. One and two and three and four and sixteenth notes. One and two. So he just he just went on with that. But then you know I stopped playing for a while, and I got back into it. So I just taught myself from where I was taught earlier and built that just by myself and taking tips from other people. But I mostly just kind of taught myself how to play the drums after that. I think I learned more from your explanation of quarter notes, eighth notes, and sixteenth notes about keeping the beat than I've ever learned in my whole life. So (laughs) thank you. I am a guy notoriously bad at keeping rhythm. So you mentioned that you got a song where you have to harmonize for a battle of the bands. Yes. Tell us about the band and the songs that you play. Uh, Do you write mostly originals? Do you do mostly covers? What is your songwriting process like? How do you pick covers? Do you like to make the covers your own, or do you like to do note-perfect covers? Tell us about your band. It's kind of like a hybrid. When we do covers of songs... We try to keep it like original to how the song was made, but we also add a bit of our own influences into it. Yeah, and also like to add on to that, um, we also like sometimes we down tune the songs, which means we turn we tune the strings down like a half step or a full step, and it makes it sound like different than the original, but it keeps the like 
the originality of it without like changing too much of it. It, it also allows for like us vocalists to be able to stay on key rather than going up to something that we can't actually sing at yet. A lot of metal bands probably down tune. Yeah. Am I right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I recently heard an interview with Ace Freely from Kiss. Yes. They talked about how everything is down tuned half a step. He never, never does it any other way. So that's the approach the band takes. But this was all originally conceived by Charlie and Caleb. You guys were a two piece for a long time. Very long. Before you recruited additional members. Yes. Yeah, it, so what was that process like of bringing in new members? And I want to hear from them, too. Yeah. I mean, the first practice must have been like an awkward first date. But yeah. go ahead. <laughs> yeah. it, it was really hard to find a lot of people. We, we even tried making a flyer and posting it up around the school, but Mrs. G didn't accept the flyer. <laughs> so Was this an inappropriate flyer? No, it was no. just saying that we needed a guitarist. But this yeah, wasn't the place to post that, I guess. No. I mean, I, I, I showed my dad the form. Like, there's something wrong with this? He goes, there's devil horns. I'm like, but what's wrong with devil horns? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's they, they, wrong. Not much, but they're not it's, for everybody. It's, that's it's, the, yeah. Just this. Just, <laughs> it was, just, just the hand yeah, holding yeah. up the, you know, yeah. the classic metal sign. Yeah, but it, it, it took, when we were first forming the band, we were doing our first practices and stuff, and we were immediately looking for other people. But in... Like today's world, it's, I mean, to my knowledge, it's not like like back in the 90s or 80s where like everyone was inspired by the music and it was playing at least one instrument and wanted to play with other people. I mean, there are people out there in like our age and even younger that still do that, but um, nobody, absolutely nobody was interested. But then we knew about these guys and you know we were kind of nervous to ask them because because yeah. we didn't know what they were going to say and but the fear of rejection it really is like yeah. a first date like <laughs> yeah. should, should yeah. i ask that girl to prom i think she'll go with me but i don't know <laughs> yeah. you guys want to join my band <laughs> yeah um so i had i had jim with brian and we it took a while for us to like actually start talking to each other because i don't know he's tall <laughs> very intimidating very, guy, Brian. Very Farrell. intimidating, but like once you get to know him, he's very, very nice. So, Brian, what drew you to Lads of Chaos? What did you like about their their vibe, their sound, the personalities? Why was it a good fit for you? Well, when I met Caleb and Jim, I, I noticed something that he was like really down to earth, and like you know, he seemed like he had a lot of passion for what he did. And we bonded over music because I don't really have a lot of friends that, you know, really enjoy, like, metal like these guys do. And I've heard of, like, I've heard, I listened to, like, their demo on YouTube. And I'm like, this, this sounds pretty cool. I see, I see a lot of potential. And it took, it took a little bit. But I, I, I think I made the right decision doing that. They have so much passion. They have a lot of skill. And I think they, as, like, a, as a duo, are helping me elevate my guitar playing to the next level. And do you have any formal training? No, I am. I'm self-taught. I've been self-taught for like four or five years. My dad got me my first guitar back in like 2018, 2017, and you know it, it was difficult because I wanted to learn it myself. I really didn't want to take lessons, but after a while, you know, I started getting like a correct form. I started learning like more technical songs, and like right now, I think I'm at like I'm almost like at my peak. Like I, I think I just like need a little more experience and maybe some training in the future, but I feel like I can like beat a band, I can keep rhythm. I also have like experience in orchestra, so I know like how to stay in time and I know like how what beats are and like how to 
you know, just play in sync. So, I mean, I just need some, I think I just need a little more training in the future, but right now I feel really comfortable with where I'm at right now. Uh, Elijah, how did you come into the fold? Um, it all just, back when Caleb was in his freshman year, we had gym together and he would wear lots of metal shirts. So that kind of, I guess, put his name in my head, I guess. And then I came across their Instagram and I was like, oh, he's in a band. And one day on, one day when my bus didn't show up, I saw Caleb was on the bus I was on. So I asked him, I was like, hey, do you need a guitar player? And he said, yes. And, and then I joined the band. Sounds so like it was, a, it was a very enthusiastic yes. Like, <laughs> this is amazing. I started freaking out actually, and like just yeah. like started like rambling off to Charlie yeah, cause, about because nobody, because we thought we would have to ask other people, you know, to join the band, but never did we think someone would come up to us and like, hey, can I join your band? So that was that was amazing. So you recruit additional members. Everybody's super excited, but uh, the moment of truth comes. Everybody shows up. You plug in your instruments. It could be a total disaster. What was that first practice like? The first few minutes, it was kind of iffy. We were still trying to we were trying to get everything together and like organize how we wanted each other to like stand and like how we could hear each other. And um, uh, then we started playing. It was all right, but it wasn't the worst. And then, like over time, we started to get used to like each other's playing styles. We still have to do that. Um, and be honest, all four of you, was there ever a moment where any one of you thought, this is a horrible mistake? No. No. No, nah, you were good. You were all in. It was just trial and error. I mean, the first time I played with them, I felt it was so loud, so energetic that I, like, it almost like hurt my ears. But once you get used to them playing, like, it's, really, it's really fun. Yeah, like, once, you, really once fun. your ears start to ring and you can't really hear anything, that's when it's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now, when you guys showed up for our meeting for Battle of the Bands and I was going around and asking everybody what kind of music they play, I couldn't even get the question out before Caleb jumped on it and said, metal. We are, I was like, rock metal. We are metal. Yeah. So you are a quote-unquote metal band, like tried and true, purebred metal band. Where does this love of metal come from? Metal is a very expanded genre, so there's... Like there's so many there's there's so many um, but all of our major influences are from a very similar genre and uh, have very similar inspirations. So like like Brian's grunge, we all like grunge because you know it's it's grunge. Who doesn't? It, it, every it's like a mix of some metal and a mix of like blues and it's just like a whole kind of you know thing yeah. right there. I so. think a band like Soundgarden is a really good example. Yeah. They get yes. thrown into the grunge category yes. but you listen to Chris Cornell scream they're oh, a yeah, metal yeah. band. Mm-hmm. I mean I also I think Alice in Chains is, I, sometimes, sometimes I listen to Alice, Alice in Chains and I'm like are they a metal band or are they a grunge band? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, like their album of, like their yeah. album Dirt was like yeah. so heavy yeah. and I'm like I can't tell if this is grunge or this is metal. Like, yeah. Them Bones, holy crap, yeah, that is such a metal song. They've been accused of being like, you guys aren't grunge, you're, you're metal, you just stick to metal, you're not grunge. But I, yeah. Lane Stanley is this, like, 
his vocals are he can sing quietly he can do that grunge like like he can do that but he can also he can also like scream too like he, he can he has a broad expansion of, of talent yeah so that that's really inspirational for us the main riff to man in the box yeah is oh, yeah. a metal riff and yeah. it's so recognizable yeah we all want to yeah. do it right it's so infectious oh, it just like, crawls yeah. into your ear and then like another aspect of metal we love is that like for personally for me like relating to the lyrics metal lyrics are so deep and so like dark, dark sometimes they're like you know negative and like it just helps you like relate to like certain situations like you take a, a song like I don't know like Disposable Heroes by Metallica you think it's just like you know your typical thrashy song but then you realize it's a it's a war protest and it's like wow like you can't you, you don't think of metal as having like these dark themes but they do they always do they tell stories yeah a lot of like not to say that modern music doesn't have stories i've listened to a lot of you know modern day kind of pop you know some maybe some rap like there are a lot of artists out there that really do write good lyrics but um from the type of music that we listen to it's it's really like okay let's read these lyrics because sometimes you might not be able to understand them but uh they always do tell a story, and they use a uh, very good rhythm, which just makes it an amazing song and just makes you relate, and that's one of the things that we like to do is relate. And that's what you're going to attempt to do with the audience yes. at Battle of the Bands, where you have a 20-minute set that you're going to fill. What do you have planned for us? What are we going to hear? Uh, uh, like, are you asking, like, what songs? Or? We're asking for whatever you're comfortable revealing at this point. What do you think? I don't think we should reveal the songs. I we'll, think we we'll reveal the songs when we start playing. When we start playing, yeah. but I guess we can kind of reveal what they can expect. How about covers, originals, a mix? All covers. Covers. All yeah. covers. covers. But you know, since we like to be a somewhat original, it's not going to be just like it. But all all I gotta say is that this is not our. Um, like fifth or like a hundredth performance. This is our very first time playing live, and we've been really excited to do it. And all all I gotta say is, you're gonna have to put your seatbelts on, or maybe you know not. Just get ready to have the ground shaking, and get ready for your adrenaline to start flowing, and get ready to yell and put. Not saying we're satanic. It's, it's it's a metal thing. Throw the devil horns up. Throw your fists up. Sing along if you know it. Cause this is a show. It's not just a okay. Yeah, we're gonna go out there. And we're gonna play some music. No, this is a show. You came here for entertainment. We're gonna give you some entertainment. You came here for the lives of chaos. Yeah. You came here for the chaos. Exactly. Well, the gauntlet has been thrown down, ladies and gentlemen, so I would advise our audience to start preparing now. Battle of the Bands is Thursday, April 28th. It starts right after school. It will be held outside. Hopefully, it's going to be a bright and sunny day until the Lads of Chaos take the stage, and then it's going to be a dark and stormy night. Uh, Lads of Chaos, we thank you very much for joining us. We're super psyched to see your set at Battle of the Bands. Yeah, thank, thank you, you very much. Thank you, thank you so much. Chaos.